Father, we give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you so much for this morning. We thank you for the opportunity we have to gather around your word. We ask in the name of Jesus that you'll speak to us and cause the next few moments to be for life, for light, and for lift. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen and amen. Well, good morning. It's an honor to be in your space, bringing you God's word. I trust that you rested well. Um, the erroneous idea that God does what he wants, when he wants, anyhow he wants, and um, uh, it's not it's not particularly correct. The sovereignty of God is true. There's a reality in the sovereignty of God that there are certain things that God has done and he has done it and he does not he does not um he does not owe anybody explanation. An example of things that are captured in the sovereignty of God is the election of grace. The election of grace is um, is something that is captured in in the sovereignty of God. What God has called you to do and um um who he has called to do what is solely his business it, it, that's captured in his sovereignty you know he he does not owe anybody explanation there is no reason why there's nobody that can ask the lord um um why have you chosen Jacob? Why have you not chosen Esau? No, nobody can. That's election of grace. He selects us to do his will part-time. The, the only balance to that for election of grace is that there is nobody that has not been called to do something. One. And two, there is nobody that has been called to do something that is inferior to any other person. Every other person, any other person that is doing something is doing exactly what he should do. And it, it, what he's doing is feeling, is just doing the right, is, is doing exactly what God wants him to do. So, so that's an example of one of the places where the sovereignty of God comes to play. But ultimately, God himself is bound by principles. For example, he says, ask and it shall be given to you seek and you shall find now the all-knowing god in fact the scripture says before you ask he already knows what you want that means he's all-knowing but it is a principle you will see the principle in the next verse he says for everyone that asks receives so god has made it that there is a principle attached to receiving called asking so that nobody can blame him you see because if he leaves your receiving strictly to his sovereignty somebody will say it's because god does not like me that is why he did not give me then somebody then another verse of scripture says you have not because you ask not you have not because you ask not so you see it's a principle it's a pr ask and you shall receive everyone that asks receives if you do not have it's because you did not ask so god is explaining to us our outcomes in life and he's telling us it's not strictly about my sovereignty so please do not excuse away your failures because you are hinged on the sovereignty of god and you, and you want to say oh god didn't just do it some people explain their healing away and say oh the reason why i couldn't get my healing is because it must not have been god's will well that it might be fulfilled what was written by isaiah the prophet that himself took our infirmities if he took it he did not return it if he did not return it then you do not have it and his will has been established already you see so what is defeating you is not his will what is defeating you is your ignorance one of the things that is there is Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. 
So when you want to check things that work, you must know the principles that God has set on the earth that he himself is bound by. He himself is bound by. Except the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. That means he operated that same principle. Okay, see, he says, while the earth remaineth. Meaning, if you are ever going to do business on earth, if you are ever going to have positive outcomes on earth and have success and profit on earth, while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest and cold and heat and summer and winter, day and night shall not cease. So every day and every night is a proof that there must be seed and there must be harvest. If you don't sow in the day, you cannot reap at night. If you do not sow when you are young, you cannot have an have a harvest when you are old. It is a principle that God himself is bound by. Those are things that work. Your seed is powerful. Your seed is the preservation for your future. If, you're, if you do not have a seed, you do not have a future. And your seed is not just money, but money is a seed. Your seed is the time that you put in the word of God today. Your seed is the time that you put in service today. Your seed is the time that you put in building relationships today. Your seed is the time that you put in loving people today. Your seed is powerful anybody that does not have a seed truly does not have a future i trust that bless you i'm sure going to be there thought to bring you a word of faith and hope